Hey, what is going on guys, DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the nine game NBA main slate on Monday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you cannot watch these YouTube videos, they're also upload on Apple Podcasts. We'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're instance interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com and esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO and an NBA package. And I do want to thank Price picks for sponsoring this show if you guys are not familiar with the prize picks idea is you take over under on fancy points so um right now they have nothing posted for nba but they will have stuff uh probably later tonight if not <clears throat> for sure tomorrow morning uh they will have second half contests and fourth quarter contests as well at times uh but yeah the idea is again you take over under fantasy points these will move so if you see one that is like too high or too low take advantage of it now you can mix and match sports too which i think is really nice and it's a fun way to um, you know, it's a little bit different than DraftKings uh, because obviously you're not playing against anyone, you're playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys for the continued support uh, on the videos, the live streams. Live streams have been crazy. We've been getting averaging like 350 viewers. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys. Um, if you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I will be on YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check it out. And let's aim for 150 likes, guys. Uh, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, all right, so before we talk about players and the prices for this nine-game slate, we can look back on the lineup here from Sunday. So this is my final lineup right now. Looking like going to be a pretty good night for me. Went with Matthew Dallavadova, Paul George, Chris Milton, Sabonis, uh, Hartenstein, Reggie Jackson, uh, Luke Kennard, and Jonas Valanciunas. So going over my lineup, uh, first we've got to tilt about Chris Milton a bit. Obviously, you know, I knew there was, there was some blowout risk. Orlando's not a good team, but <sighs> low-owned Middleton on pace for 50, finally having a good game, blowout. DeMontis Sabonis, I know, still had 53 fancy points, five fouls, lost a decent amount of minutes because of foul trouble, I paired him with Jonas Valanciunas, talked up that game a lot for stacking, one guy I didn't get to that I liked a lot for tournaments was Malcolm Brogdon, he went off at super, super low ownership, um, going over the rest of my lineup, Hardenstein, told you guys in the live stream, told you guys on Patreon, I was like, I know he's getting in foul trouble, and I ate the chalk anyway, right, just get the clown paint on my face, I absolutely do it, right? I knew he was going to be the chalk. I knew he was going to get in foul trouble, and I still played him. Um, yeah, just he cannot keep his hands to himself. Such a frustrating player because the rare times he stays out of foul trouble, he will crush, right? But basically, 90% of the time, he's going to be in foul trouble. Um, and yeah, that's that's it for the look back. Oh, one more thing. So we got to talk about Broderick Thomas here. Um. I was getting some hate on, uh, on on him for Twitter. So basically what, what happened was one of our ownership in, in Patreon right at lock, and I saw Broderick Thomas with 50%. I, I, I tweeted my reaction if you guys want to go back and look. about five, I went on about like a five-minute rant of like why I thought Broderick Thomas was a terrible play. I was like, hey, he's scoring dependent. He might play 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. Like I think Chetty Osmond's the value guy I look to. He, he should play the backup point. Blah, blah, blah. I talked, you know, again, if you guys want to check it out, you can look on Twitter. Went on like a five-minute rant. And um, I got people telling me that I'm like Captain Hindsight. And I got like a, a couple messages of DMs telling me like, what are you talking about? Broderick Thomas is a good play, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first, I'm not Captain Hindsight. Literally, that was at lock when I was like, I do not agree with this Broderick Thomas play at all. Um, and 
it's one of those things where it's like you got to admit when you're wrong, right? I know a lot of the you know top fantasy websites had him projected really well, I guess. Um, and people are going down the grave with Broderick Thomas. I'm just like, hey, I make mistakes all the time. I can admit when I make mistakes, right? Hardenstein. I was like, hey, I knew he was going to get in foul trouble, but I still played him, right? I, I always admit when I when I uh, you know make bad plays or make mistakes. And you just got the people that are just like going to the grave with Broderick Thomas as a great play, and just like they won't let it go. And um, and give me a bunch of hate. So so for those people, I just have one one question for you. You mad, bro? All right, that's it. That's all I got, guys. Um, hope you had a good night. And let's see if we can keep it rolling for this uh, this nine-game slate. All right, so we have five of the nine games out right now. Lakers and Knicks, a 205.5 over under. The Knicks, three-point favorites. Uh, Spurs and Magic, a 220.5 over under. The Spurs are six-point favorites. Bulls, Grizzlies, a 229 over under. The Grizzlies are two and a half point favorites. Kings and Pelicans at 232 over under. The Pelicans are three and a half point favorites. And Rockets, Suns at 227 and a half over under. The Suns are 13 point favorites. So we'll start off with Philly and Dallas. On the Philly side, uh, Tobias Harris, the headless is questionable, but he's not in the injury report. So he's fully expected to go. <clears throat> um, Joel Embiid's at 10 1. He's probably the guy I get to if I'm going to play anyone. Now, I did have a good game uh, against OKC, but that was a blowout. This game should stay close. So. I think Embiid is actually an interesting play at the top that might go a little bit overlooked, but I think we we would probably get close to 35 minutes in a close game here. So Embiid's the guy I'm really looking to on Philly. Moving on to Dallas. Uh, not a ton I love here. Luca Porzingis definitely in play, but more contrarian options uh, just because of the matchup. And then I'm probably not going to get to any other Dallas value plays. Now, it is a back-to-back. Keep an eye on Porzingis news. There's been some games where he rests, some games where he'll play. So that's obviously something to monitor. Maybe value, but ugh. Like, I played Maxi Kleber the last time Porzingis was out. Let's just say it didn't go well. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lakers and Knicks. So we have LeBron, AD, still out. Kuzma is currently questionable. Um, Andre Drummond at 6'8", I think is a decent tournament play because we know he's a good point printer guy. He played 22 minutes and went for 37 fancy points in a blowout. You know, I think he, in a close game, he might push for 25-plus, maybe even 30. So Drummond's a guy that I I think is a good tournament play. And I got to say, if you play Dennis Schroeder last slate, I feel so bad for you. He was a great play. I talked about it. I was like, yeah, I think Schroeder is a good tournament play that goes overlooked. Was crushing. Absolutely crushing. And gets ejected. Uh, So that's one of those where it's like, I feel terrible for you. Um, tilt all you want because Schroeder was a great play that night and that was just so unfortunate. Now, sure, the matchup's not great, but if there's no Kyle Kuzma, this offense is going to be Schroeder and Drummond and then THT becomes a good value play too. He started last game, Kuzma's out. He shot four of 16 and he still won for 40 fancy points. So if there's no Kuzma and THT starts, even though it's a bad matchup, I would like him a good amount. And that's probably it for me. I don't think I'm going to get to anyone else on the Lakers. Um, and then if Kuzma's in... Then Schroeder, Kuzma, then THT's out of play. Schroeder, Kuzma, kind of secondary plays. Maybe Drummond would be the one guy I would take a shot on. Uh, moving on to New York, not a ton of love here. I think Randall's an interesting um, contrarian spend to play. Revenge game narrative here against his former team, if you guys are into that. Randall's been super consistent, big minutes, triple double upside. So Randall's the guy for me. Other than that, there's not a ton else I like for the Knicks. 
I'm moving on to the, uh, the Spurs and the Magic. So San Antonio Spurs, DeMar DeRozan at 7-8. He's been the most consistent player. He should play, you know, 35-ish minutes in a close game. Orlando's not good. They're obviously, there might be a little bit of bullet risk here. But yeah, I think DeRozan's a decent play in the mid-range. Don't mind DeJounte for tournaments. I think Yaka Pertle's actually a pretty nice play at 6K. He should play around 30 to 35 minutes. Um, should be able to have his way against his front court. So it's Pertle. It's DeRozan for me on the Spurs side. Moving on to the Orlando Magic. Uh, so Carter Jr. and uh, Mo Bamba will split their center minutes. Mo Bamba's actually been really good off the bench. He has. Um, so might give an edge to Bamba over Ronald Carter Jr. if he made me pick between those two centers. Ross is always a viable tournament play because he's going to shoot the ball a ton. Have a little bit of interest in Cole Anthony. He's been playing solid minutes off the bench. I expect about 25. A guy can stuff the stat sheet. So Cole Anthony, I think I have a little bit of interest, but that's probably it. I guess Gary Harris, if he starts again, but he's still reliant on the scoring. All right, Brooklyn and Minnesota. Oh, this is going to be a headache. Like, Kyrie, why couldn't you just play? Going to kill me in best ball too because I think I mentioned it to you guys. Like, uh, I'm going to advance. Uh, but I have an injured LeBron and then Kyrie just taking all his personal time. It's like, uh, so I'm in advance, but it's, it's one week. So I'm like, without Kyrie, without LeBron, it's gonna be really hard for me to move on, but we'll see. You never know. Uh, so first we got to talk about Kevin Durant. Obviously no, no Kyrie, no James Harden. He played 24 minutes of last game. If there's no minutes limit for Kevin Durant, I think he's the best man up the slate. If there is a minutes limit, we got to see what exactly the minutes limit is. If it's like a 30 minutes limit, I could see still playing him at 9k. So this is one a lot to monitor. Um, Joe Harris, again, his role doesn't really change. Bruce Brown would be a guy I think that gets a pretty big boost. I think he probably starts and plays around 30 minutes. So Brown actually is intriguing here for value. There's no Aldridge too. So I'm curious what they do with the starting lineup. DeAndre Jordan has basically been out of this rotation, but this is a big Timberwolves front court. So uh, if DeAndre Jordan starts, sure, I could see taking a dart in him at 4K. Blake Griffin might have to play a little bit more. The issue with Blake though is like the minutes have actually been trending down on him. Right. Um, you got Claxton off the bench that probably will get some run too. I- I'm really curious to see what the Nets do with the starting lineup with no Aldridge. And then other than that, mm, I got like Tyler Johnson's out too. So like, does Chris Chioza become a play at the flat min price? You might have to play here. He's actually a decent point for my guy. So again, keep an eye on the starting lineup here for uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Jeff Green's at 4-6. He's just kind of like a, sure, he'll play 25 to 30 minutes. I'm okay with it. On the Timberwolves side, so I love targeting bigs against this Brooklyn Nets team, and that's not going to change with Carl Anthony Towns. Again, playing massive minutes. Massive minutes. has been playing out of his mind recently. I really like Cat at the top. I'm fine with Edwards, more of a tournament play. But hey, great matchup here. He's going to play big minutes. DeAndre Russell, they've been easing him into it, but he's still getting he's still getting it done in limited minutes. If they lift his minutes restriction here, I could see, like, I would like D'Lo a lot. Um, McDaniels, I think, is a safe value. He should play 35-plus minutes, a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. So I do have some interest there, and that's probably it for me for Minnesota. So let's move on to Washington and Utah. Uh, Brad Beal is at 8.9K. He's currently probable. I don't love the matchup here for Beal. Again, of the two guards, I would still prefer Westbrook for the 2K premium. He's just been much more consistent with, again, the triple-double upside. So Westbrook's the guy I'm going to look to on Washington, and that's probably it. I don't think I get to anyone else. Moving on to Utah. So Utah's a team I'm really high on this slate. No Conley, Clarkson doubtful, and Donovan Mitchell's one of the best plays this slate. Great matchup. Um, game should stay close to the Jazz missing a couple of pieces. Love Mitchell at the top. I'm fine with Gobert if you want to go there at 7-9. Would probably rather get to the guards, though. Joe Ingles is one of my favorite plays in the mid-range. He should play 35-ish minutes. Um, yeah, really, really like me some uh, jingles. Bojan Badanovic is fine, but again, we, we know he's relying on the scoring. 
Royce O'Neal finally had a big game, but he, um, normally he's not a great point printer guy, but I think he's going to do a little bit more here. So, like, O'Neal I'm fine getting to for value. Um, and then, like, does Gorgeous Niang play a little bit more? He's been hovering around the 15-minute mark. Maybe he plays 20 to 25. He's like he's a riskier play for sure, but like I, I could see getting to him um, at the at three one. Chicago Memphis really like this game as part of a stack. Levine Vooch nine one and eight seven respectively like both here. Um, Levine's been a little bit more consistent recently, been a little bit more aggressive offensively, and had a good game again tonight. So might give the edge to Levine over Vooch, but again I do like both. Um, I will mention Daniel Tice had a nice game off the bench. He played some consistent minutes. The minutes have been fluctuating for him a bit, but I think he played over twenty tonight. Um, I do as mentioned Tice because he's flat, almost flat min price, and he's a solid point printed guy. All right, uh, and then yeah, Sato, Kobe White are both fine secondary plays. Moving on to Memphis, Jonas Valanciunas loved him tonight. He absolutely crushed. Um, I like him again here in this spot. He should play around thirty minutes. Great point printed guy again. Love the matchups. Really like JV. I have some interest in Ja. He's been up and down, but hey, this is a type of matchup you could see a big game. So I really like this game as part of a game stack, like I mentioned with Memphis and Indiana tonight. Um, yeah, JV, Ja, I do like a good amount here. That's probably it. Like, I think Clark, if he plays around 20, 25 minutes, is an all right value play, uh, but nothing nothing else that really stands out. All right, two, uh, three games left. Sacramento, New Orleans. De'Aaron Fox at the top, 9-3. I do like him as a spun up. Should play close to 40 minutes. Has triple-double upside. Pelicans have been playing a little bit faster lately, so I do like Fox at the top. Holmes is fine for tournaments, but that's probably it for me. I don't know if I get to anyone else on Sacramento. Moving on to New Orleans, Zion Williamson has been on fire. Price continues to come up, but it's for good reason. Love the matchup here for Zion, so I do like him even at 9-7. It's crazy, but even at 9-7, I think Zion's a really good play. Ingram deferring to Zion now. Um, guards, I'm probably not going to get to anyone. Like, if there's no Lonzo, maybe you can make the argument for Bledsoe at 6.4K, but we know he's been very up and down. <clears throat> um, where is he? Uh, Najee Marshall. He did start. He actually played all right. Um, if he starts again at 3.4K, I think he's someone you could look to for value. All right, Denver and Golden State. So Jamal Murray at 7.6K is currently, he missed the game tonight, currently questionable, I guess. If he misses, it's going to be a combination of like Dozier, Camposo, Monte Morris. Whoever starts, I probably like the best. It's been, Camp- <clears throat> it's been Camposo the last few games. Jokic, again, I really like the matchup here. So um, I think he's a good spend up. Uh, the the plays in the mid-range, like MPJ, Gordon, Barton are all solid. Again, good matchup against Golden State. So if you land in any of those Denver guys, I'm not going to talk you off them. And McGee has been getting some more run at the backup five. He probably gets about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, we know he's a great point printed guy, but the minutes are always, you know, never huge for him. Golden State. So Steph Curry, uh, I think will be a little bit lower owned in this slate. I'm fine with him as a contrarian spend up because we know the upside is there in any single matchup. Um, Draymond Green, again, just, right? Get the, get the clown paint on my face. Continue. I just have a Draymond Green problem. And he went to MSU and I'm a Michigan fan, but I just love playing Draymond Green. I just like, I see the peripheral stats. I'm just like, I can't get away. I'm like, oh man, I love those peripheral stats. Uh, but he's just not been good. He hasn't. So um, I think he's a fine contrarian play here. Um, <laughs> I might play him again just because I'm like, he's lost me a good amount of money already. Might as well just, just keep going down with the ship there. The big news is Kelly Uber. He is out. If Kent Bazemore starts again, I think he's one of the best values of the slate. He started play 32 minutes last game. We know he's a good point for a guy. So really like Bazemore. If, uh, well, Uber is out actually, sorry. Um, and Wiseman is out too. So Denver's a big front court. Kavon Looney at three, four, he might have to play all the Mets he can handle. The only concern here is, is foul trouble, but Hey, I do have some mention Kavon Looney, assuming he starts like the backup five 
it might be like Juan Toscano Anderson, or can they? I don't even know if Samaljic is on the t- is available. He might have to get dusted off for a few minutes. Uh, but really, main interest for me is Looney if he starts, Baysmore, assuming he starts again, and then Steph at the top. I think Draymond's an interesting play there in the mid range. Finally, Houston and Phoenix. So don't love the matchup here for for Houston, but it, like they're pretty shorthanded. Um, so John Wall I think is a good contrarian play. Again, should play mid thirties minutes. It's a super high usage rate uh, with Wood and Olenek. I might give the edge to, to Kelly Olenek now. Um, he's been he's been better than Wood recently, and he's cheaper. So Olenek I still kind of like. Uh, I have some interest in the mid range. Kevin Porter Jr. takes a back seat with Wall in. Uh, of the value guys, I think Augustine's probably the guy just because he's a solid point per minute guy, but not something I love. And then finally, Houston or Phoenix. So again, a little bit worried about the blow up, but Booker, Paul, Aiden, I think are all pretty solid plays if if you think Houston can keep it close. Again, that's a big if, um, but I like those three guys uh, if, if you're confident Houston can keep this game close. So that is going to do it for the team by team breakdown, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the video as well. Um, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.